Welcome to Changes with C.A. Sador. Real people, real lives, real changes. Join Carissa as she sits down with guests to discover how they navigated through a significant change in their lives. The information contained in all Changes with C.A. Sador podcasts or videos are not meant to take the place of a diagnosis, physician, or other professional advice. They are for educational purposes only. All use of the information presented is at your own discretion. Neither Say Sador or any of her associates will be held liable for any injury, damage, or loss, financial or otherwise, as a result of the information contained in all Say Sador podcasts or videos. Today's guest is Brianna Bay, a teen YouTuber who's been helping teens since the start of COVID. After asking her mom for more than a year prior to the COVID lockdown, her mom finally let her start her own YouTube channel. Her first YouTube videos were blogs about her day, fun pranks with her family, and friendly challenges. She then found a need not only to stay positive herself, but that other teens also struggled with this challenge as well. It was then that Brianna realized that most often the root of her negativity was the simple fact that I wasn't loving myself and the negative impacts of that action. As a result, Brianna started making self-care videos and positivity videos for teens. She wanted to show others that there are ways to stay positive in her generation and thought it would be nice to also hear it from their own age point of view, coining the phrase, kindness is the new cool. In addition to working on her YouTube channel, Brianna also expresses herself through dance, competing on a local team and enjoys how dancing helps express her feelings in a drama-free environment. She also loves acting, singing, performing, and writing her own songs. Brianna feels writing songs helps her express how she feels in a creative way instead of just talking about it with her friends. Art, creativity, and journaling are a big part of her life. Brianna also enjoys socializing with friends and has organized some different team hangout events with kids from her homeschool program because she feels teens need to get together and simply talk and hang out. In addition, she enjoys giving back by helping out in her church's preschool during Sunday service. So welcome to the show, Brianna. Hi. Hi. Now, if listeners want to contact or learn more about you, where and how can they find you? Um, they can go to my Instagram at Brilana Bay. Great. And that's B-R-I-L-A-N-A. And is there an underscore or no, any? No, just Brilana Bay. Okay. And B-A-E for the yes. Bay. So perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Now, how did your YouTube channel start? Well, I've been wanting one for a long time because mm-hmm. I liked making videos and like helping like make people feel like better about themselves and like entertained. So I've been wanting one for a long time. And due to COVID, since I had nothing to do, my mom finally let me get one. Oh, great. Great. I'm definitely glad that she allowed you to get one for sure. Now, to your point, and on the prior call, your mom shared how much she loved making videos when you were little. Like, how did that come about? Like, she'd find your your cute videos on her phone. Like, where did that start from or originate from when you were little? I think I just wanted to talk to someone. And since I didn't really have, like, a phone back then, I was just like, I'm just going to video myself drawing. <laughs> That's great. Now, the intro shares how your video content changed from vlogs, video logs to challenges and now self-care. What about what brought about the transformation? Well, I kind of wanted to do something more like helpful, kind of have my videos have more of a purpose than just like, this is my day. 
like, you know, kind of like more helpful and not just like, I wanted to be like more put thought into it. And so um, when did you notice, like, how's the feedback been with your videos moving or the changing content of the videos with your friends and family? I think it's been better. I've actually gotten more subscribers from doing more content like that because I feel like there's more of a niche behind that. And then to your point, you also, you mentioned too that, that you became aware that you weren't loving yourself. How did that realization occur and then prompt you, of course, to now the videos that you're making? Well, there was some drama with this one guy I liked. And after that, I realized Mm -hmm. that I probably needed self-care because after all that, it was just very stressful. Mm -hmm. So I decided to do self-care and then put into my videos. Oh, that's wonderful. What's a self-care tip that you found that's been really helpful for you? Well, at night, usually lately I've been doing this. I kind of just like put on um, a candle I have that's like lavender and stuff and just like my lights and um, lay in bed and just like watch TV or like do self-care because I feel like just winding down after like the day is helpful. Yeah, that's that's a big that to your point, that's a huge deal because I think folks of all ages have trouble winding down. So it's wonderful that like like the candle and the lights kind of help prompt you to like <laughs> take a breath, take a breath and relax. Now, what does self-care mean to you? It's kind of different for everybody, but it's I guess anything that helps make you feel better about yourself and more confident in who you are. Yeah. And what have you found has brought um, the greatest um, confidence building to you just in your experience? For me, it would be dance or acting, stuff like that. And what is it about dancing and acting that does that for you? I feel like you can express your feelings like through the movement of your dance or you can, if you're feeling like when you're acting, if you're feeling like move in like a different like mood, you could also just like act into that character. Oh, Okay. So really just expressing and connecting to other aspects of, of your of yourself. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Now, growing up, we talked about in in our pre in our pre-production call. And while I didn't mention it in the in the intro, you shared that you grew up with dyslexia and dyscalculia. And I'm sorry if I butchered the, the naming, <laughs> the, the term. Would you mind sharing what those are and what it was like growing up? Well, dyslexia is when you have trouble reading. So it's like difficult to like, if there's a big word, it's hard to like know like what it is. And Mm -hmm. dyscalculia is like hard to do math. Like you get like the numbers mixed up and stuff. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you on both. Now, how how was that growing up with with both of those? How, you know, like especially learning, because I'm well, sure that's a very that's a definitely a steeper curve than than most people that don't experience either. Yeah, um, I had to get that's why I became homeschooled was so I can get better at like doing reading and math because in the classroom they would move on really fast and I wouldn't get it because I didn't really know how to read. Right, right. Which makes sense. I mean, because it's you have to process it and you need to sit with it. So and so how was that? Like, did people treat you differently? Were they just less patient? Like what exactly like as you were growing up? Well, I did when I got into like my fourth, fifth grade, I had to like get pulled out of like the classroom and go to a different classroom, which was like, I guess, special needs kind of. But like, it wasn't like 
in my opinion, I felt like it would have been better if they called it something else because it made it seem more like I needed more help than it did. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That that does that's too much of a catch all phrase. Yeah, that that is definitely a strange phrase. I never thought of it that way. Now, how did your experience of growing up with that? How did that shape you as to who you are today? I'm glad that I went to homeschool because like now I'm doing really good at reading and math and stuff. And then it made me help find my YouTube channel and stuff. And I feel like if I just kept going to the schools and being in public, at least for me, I feel like I would have caught on to like some of the drama and not have done something I wanted to do. That's fair. That's fair. So you you definitely feel like you blossomed in, in the homeschool environment thanks to just the environment and, and the way that you're able to learn and intake the information and really progress both academically and personally. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Now, how has this also impacted your approach and how you treat others in life as well? Well, I mean, I wouldn't really treat anyone differently depending on if they had anything like special needs or like any like sort of like, I guess, disability, because I feel like everyone's equal no matter like who they are. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you find that you have more um, patience and compassion than maybe like other kids your age just for just for people in general? Yes, that's really what the question was like asking, because I feel like, and you can please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but I know from experience that hardships that we go through as children for, while it's tough at the same time, because of like how other people perceive or treat for whatever reason, from wherever they're at. But it made, I know as a kid, it made me more sensitive to just seeing how people felt, you know, like I didn't necessarily want to be treated that way. So I tried to always kind of like go the other way and not be like, to your point, like treat everyone equally. You can't just come into a situation and then with your own perceptions and things like that. So yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Now you are, are very creative and, and very multi-talented. So let's explore like how how you started so how did you start all of these interests that you have I mean when I was little I started doing gymnastics and then it led to dance and I've been doing that like since I've just always wanted to draw and just make things yeah so you're also an artist as well as a singer and a songwriter so when it comes to drawing and making things like what's your favorite what's the medium that you like to do art you know because some people do markers some people do paint some people do um, pencils like what kind of art do you make I kind of just like to do some sketches with pencil that's what I've been liking to do lately sometimes I would use color pencil but I don't really like mogus because I feel like I can't control them (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair you and I are very similar I was an artist as a kid and I feel like pencil like you could really go into shading and get the detail that you need markers awesome too but you know everyone's different now as is when did you start like writing songs and like so I was like oh wow so she's also a singer songwriter so yeah so share with me a little bit about your journey on on that as well music 
Well, my one friend, her name's Claire, so I'm going to shout her out because she's amazing. <laughs> she, We went to the teen center and she was playing a song she wrote. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's so good. So I went back home and tried writing a song. Oh. I mean, I've tried beforehand, but like I got inspiration. So I went like tried writing a song and I wrote a couple, like just mm-hmm. a couple like sentences, I guess, or like phrases. And then... I tried making music to it and it didn't work out. So I kind of stopped for a while. And then I've kind of just been, if I feel like something happens or I'm upset, I'll kind of just write it down Mm. and like trying to turn it into a song because it helps me get my emotions out without making drama. Because I feel like me like a year ago or two years ago, even, or like even like a couple months ago, I would have went to a friend and started, you know, doing all that, which created mood drama. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I feel you on that, especially like, you know, especially being a teenager, like, you know, because you, you have to express yourself. It almost sounds too like, have you ever played with poetry yet? Or just um, poems I've, or just spoken words or phrases? I've done that for school, but like never just because I just wanted to. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That that's almost how I kind of view songwriting too. Is is like almost like poetry, like you said, like you should, like feeling it, writing down the phrase. And once you've written down the phrase, it's uh, you know, it's definitely a release. Now we haven't talked about acting. How did you start getting into acting too? Well, my mom's been acting for a while, so it's kind of just been with me since I was a little like girl. I was like in this one play, and I was just like a butterfly when I was five and then I kind of just started doing it I was in hairspray when I was like 10 I think or 11 and then I wanted to do more things but I've been busy with dance right well that'll I'm sure when you feel the need that'll that'll go back into now what's your advice to other kids as they start exploring their creativity I would say just do what you like like love because it doesn't really matter if somebody doesn't like it and if they don't then you just shouldn't really be a part of them because they're making you not feel good about yourself yeah that that's that's big advice and good advice to take because especially if it's something you love to do because you want to be around people that support you for sure now a little more hard-hitting questions just for your generation because I think a lot of adults are always interested as far and you know there's always like different viewpoints etc what do you think is the greatest misunderstanding that other generations may have of your generation I mean I know with my mom my mom doesn't like the phone or like me being on the phone Mm. and I mean like I would agree with that but it's also because I'm communicating with my friends since during quarantine we didn't have like that we had to do it with technology and Mm -hmm. I mean I would say it's like it's not as bad as my mom thinks it is being on the phone because I'm just trying to connect with my friends and since I'm homeschooled I also don't really get to see them that much either. And, and that makes complete sense. Like, I, I love how in your intro, you shared that you've organized teen hangouts, <laughs> you know, because I think especially older generations, we were lucky, you know, our parents would be like, okay, you have the afternoon free. So then as a kid, I would just check while we didn't have a phone, or maybe we'd call the landline. That's another thing altogether. We tell our parents, okay, we're here at so-and-so's house. And then we'd run and play with them. You know, so like we were able to at least like hang out on a daily basis with other teens. 
And so how different is that? Like, to your point, that's so different from like where we are now, like as far as like your ability to like even see your friends, like how does that get coordinated? Is it one of those, like we have to schedule a play date that has to be scheduled in advance, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Any insight? <laughs> I used to have neighbors outside, but I don't really have them anymore because they moved. So I can't really just go outside. I we usually just text on the group chat. But sometimes it could be heard because not everyone's like on the phone or stuff like that. And since I am homeschooled, a lot of my homeschool friends live different places. So like they could be really far away from me or really close to me. And it's hard too because I know at least with my homeschool friends, we have a big group. And if I was to just invite some of the people like I don't feel as comfortable with than others. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm trying to include them. It's just... I don't want them to be like at my house. So if I was to invite certain people to my house, I feel like they would feel bad. So it's kind of complicated because you either have to invite like the whole group or everyone or no one. Right, right. It turns almost, I mean, I hate to call it this, but it really is political. (laughs) So that's like that. That's literally what it is. It's like, okay. And, And that's fair, you know, because you have to honor your boundaries. And if you feel okay, you know, yeah, that does make it way, way more complicated for sure. What do you feel is like your generation's gift or gifts that you've been just noticing? I feel like a lot of people know how to use technology, which I would mean is good because we can make more like do it to like help, you know, other people. I know a lot of people know like a lot about video games and I know nothing. So, (laughs) I mean, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, video games are are pretty neat. Like, so what do you think of of this virtual reality and et cetera? Like, are are you familiar with that yet? (laughs) I know there's like, I know folks that are really into video games also translate very well into like virtual reality or the metaverse or whatnot, which is interesting, but I don't know. Have you you heard anyone's experiences with that? Yeah, heard about virtual reality, but I don't really like it because I feel very like unstable. Like I don't know where I am or what is happening. And what about it? Like, so is it like via goggles or like, you know, kind of like the via the goggle deal or Oculus deal? I, I think they've got several other items or yeah. I just... Okay. Okay. That's I think fair. you just put on gog like a helmet thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's another conversation altogether. That's for sure. Now I want to ask, like, where are you looking forward to, or what are you looking forward to in the near future as we progress, like with this current environment, which is a little crazy, but in spite of that all, what are you looking forward to in the future? Honestly, I haven't really thought about that. Kind of just hoping I move myself and have more people who surround me with making me feel better than people who don't. Yeah, that's fair. How are you able to tell when someone, you know, like, well, you could tell probably just the way they talk to and at you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, oh, great. How do you deal with conflict? It's been harder lately because there's Mm. been a lot of boy drama, actually. Which I guess is kind of a new thing because a lot of people, well, at least a lot of people in a group of like the age where that it like, you know, kind of happens. But I kind of just try to do my own thing. And if 
something happens, I would talk to the friends I feel maybe closer with who probably are feeling the same way. But I kind of just let it go because I know that the people who are trying to like make conflict or doing things that are upsetting, it's probably not like a me thing. It's probably like them, like they're either feeling insecure or they're just like not feeling good about themselves. Yeah, totally. And I, I love how insightful you are to <laughs> to realize that rather than like, you know, get caught in the drama, which is a huge thing. It's very easy to get caught in the drama, as you know, especially if yeah. uh, especially if if it's getting tossed at you like that, which makes complete sense. Are there anything is there anything else or any messages that you would share to just older generations as far as like helping them understand like the younger generations that are coming up? I mean, just because like you don't know how to like do something like since a lot of people this generation know how to do technology and you might, it's like you can still learn like no matter how old, young you are. (laughs) And I know like a lot of things this generation like TikTok and stuff like that doesn't mean it can just be a teenager thing. So like just like it doesn't really matter if you're older or younger, you can like still do stuff like that. Wow, that, that's great advice. That's great advice. Because <laughs> you're spot on. We're, we're, the, we're the only ones that women ourselves, regardless of what age we are. And, and you are spot on about that. So thanks for those words of encouragement. Who knows? There might be some uh, retired computer programmers out there <laughs> just waiting to learn and develop that skill. You never know. Now, I'm get, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We've got five questions. So the first question is, what have you learned about yourself in the process of all the experience you've lived through? I've learned that people do like me for me. And I did used to think I had to be someone else for people to like me because I was hanging out with just the wrong group of friends. So I've learned that I can be myself and it I don't need to change myself to be it. I need to find other people who would like me for me. Wow, that that's actually huge that that you're speaking from experience, you know, because it's, you know, to your point, especially as a teenager, it it could feel so like overwhelming. And if you have friend drama, you know, that that changes like that can upend like your social spectrum. How are you able to bounce back? And like, how did you shift from one friend group to another? Like, number one, how did you identify that this is not a good group for you? Then how did you, you know, shift? Well, I realized I was acting like someone else and I was doing things that I felt not like bad things, but I was like just getting into like drama or stuff that I was like, I shouldn't really be like focusing on this. And this is just like a lot. And so I I kind of just like made try to make other friends inside of like with bigger group there was. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like leave them. I kind of just don't talk to them as much. That that's great. That that's great. Like to your point, you don't make a big deal of it. You just shifted. It's almost like a pivot, like, okay, we're just going to shift like a dance step. (laughs) So from this direction, we're going to pivot to this direction. That's huge. Yeah. Now, what takeaways would you hope listeners get from our time together today? Probably that no matter how old or young you are, you can still do what you love, even like it's never too late to do that. And it's never too late to, if you feel like you like are lonely or you feel like you want to like have friends or you're not in the right friend group, you can always change it. And like, it might be difficult, but you don't have to make a big deal about it. You can just like 
oh, I'm going to go hang out with these people. It's not like you're like stopping it. You're just like, just trying to see who else you can meet. That's great advice. Just great <laughs> advice overall. What skills and qualities have you developed in the process that help you today and that you feel will also help you move into the future as well? I've learned that, well, people would like me for who I am and I don't need to change that. I just have to find the right people. And (laughs) that no matter like what happens, you can get like, I'll get through it. So like if any drama or whatever happens, you can get through it and stuff. I'll get through it. That's huge. Resilience, resilience. What's next for you? Through YouTube videos and I want to get into acting more and stuff. I also... I did write a song and kind of have music to it and I would like to record it and stuff like that but I still don't know because the song is about something that I don't know if the person will get mad at me Mm. but I mean I also think it would be a good idea because I think people could relate to it and stuff and well the the good thing is well hopefully we'll cross our fingers you release the song and given time, it'll be fine. So it's always, time always helps kind of like that initial, like, ah, that initial (laughs) drama time, you'll be fine. (laughs) Now, any closing thoughts to share with us? That's the last question. Just the same thing I've said, like to be yourself and stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much, Brianna, for sharing your life, your experiences, the advice that you've given for anyone listening to this. We so look forward to seeing more videos on your YouTube channel. So definitely look forward to seeing that. And until next time, kind listeners, please remember that you are the change that you seek in the world. So make and be the change that you want to see. Take care. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for listening to this episode of Changes with C.A. Sador. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, or leave a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. We hope to connect with you soon.